this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and today I'm going to talk to you I think uh, we're still talking about kitchens and um, how two people Tracy Bowers and Stephanie Sikora how they organize their kitchen and some of the ideas that they have for that I was um, reading up and listening to Tracy Bowers talk about the kitchen and uh, she says that as a young child she learned from another lady that uh, had a really clean home and she asked her a few questions and the lady said Tracy if you want a clean home always put your home to bed before you go to bed so she grew up with that idea in mind and she now is teaching other people how to do the same so um we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that Tracy Bauer likes to do to keep her home and kitchen tidy. And uh, she says children like a clean home as well. So I think most of the time when you are expecting your kids to clean, I think the reason children and family members hate cleaning is because it's a very overwhelming process but if you don't have every single thing that child owns in their bedroom and they um because children are tempted to pull everything they own out when it's playtime so then when it comes time to cleaning it's very overwhelming but if you rotate their toys so that they don't have every single toy that they own in their bedroom, it makes it easier. And I say all of that because we just talked about toy rotation uh, the other day, and so that is fresh on my mind. Because as grown-ups, that is really what overwhelms us when we need to clean up after ourselves at home as well maybe we have too much stuff in our home and it's overstuffed and we pull everything out and then we have to put it all back and it becomes quite overwhelming but if we spend 15 minutes every single day putting our bed our home to bed before we go to bed you know, we can get every single family member to spend 15 minutes in their bedroom or in a space in the home, and they can spend 15 minutes a day keeping it tidy before they go to bed. So that is how she, what she's incorporated into her home and her kitchen. Um, so Tracy likes to give tips and hacks on keeping the center of our home clean fresh beautiful and organized and usually the center of our homes are the kitchen so that's why she's talking about that uh right now but putting your house to bed before you go to bed take those few extra minutes before going to bed to tidy your home 
Tracy says, because the kitchen is the center of the home, you want to make sure your kitchen is a desirable, beautiful, clean space that everyone wants to feel good in, including your guests. You know, there's nothing like going to someone's home and um, seeing food, you know, on the tables and dishes, dried up food. And uh, no one feels welcome in a space like that. And I've been in places like that. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be have anything fancy. You know, in an, back in the day when you went to grandma's house, you know, not all grandmas, you know, they had their, they just had a clean home, a comfortable home and uh, nothing fancy, but you were comfortable, you felt welcomed because grandma's home was always clean. It didn't have to be fancy and all fancy stuff. It just had to be clean. And that is what we're trying to incorporate into uh, teach our children. We're teaching our children. When we keep our homes clean and tidy, we're teaching our children to do the same. So, investing in good products and tools will make tidying the kitchen so much easier. A few suggestions are dishwashing gloves and a good, dense cleaning cloth. Now, she loves Norwicks. I'm not familiar with Norwicks, but I agree with her. Keeping those Clorox wipes, sure, it's a little extra money, but you have those Clorox wipes on hand, you have that Swiffer on hand, and it makes it super convenient to mop and clean your, mop your floors and clean your countertops when you have those easy to access cleaning tools. Yes, you can always fill a sink up with soapy water, get that wash rag and clean everything with that wash rag, but on a daily basis, those quick and easy products help you keep up with it on a daily basis. <clears throat> now, she also suggests Home Depot or similar stores can cut extra cabinet shelves for you. They may not match perfectly, but you will be so glad you have them. Yes, if you have cabinets with those adjustable shelves, you can go and have uh, extra shelves made so that you can take advantage of all that space. But if you cannot do that, you can just get those shelves at Walmart. They come in, some come in bamboo, some come in clear plastic, some come in metal coated in white, but you can buy adjustable shelves or racks to put in your, um, kitchen cabinets that will give you extra shelf space for to take advantage of all the space in your cabinets. Don't keep items just because they came in a set. If you won't use them, get rid of them. Um, for example, my husband and I, we use, they're kind of, you know, everyone knows the brand Yeti. Ours are not Yeti brand but those cups that keep your coffee hot and your cold beverages cold, those are what we use. We do have some drinking glasses that we use for company, 
and we have some coffee mugs that we use for company but if you have dishes that you don't ever use you do you can get rid of them or store them in the garage uh, donate them sell them you don't have to keep them in your kitchen if it's something that you don't even use uh, keep your cleaning cloth rinsed and hanging to dry she hangs hers on a magnet on the side of her refrigerator so that she can easily access them uh, I like to keep mine out of sight, so I have hooks underneath my sink that I put my sponges or rags or any of those little items that I have to grab for cleaning. I have that under the kitchen sink uh, so it can air dry and it's very convenient. Uh, she says, only keep things in your kitchen that you use on a regular basis. You don't want your cabinets to be crammed full. For example, all those Christmas dishes that you're fixing to pull out pretty soon, whenever Christmas is over, store them somewhere other than your kitchen. Put them in, if you have shelves so high in your kitchen that nothing up there is ever used, put those, store those there. But if you use all the shelves in your kitchen already, then store those seasonal dishes in a container with a lid so you can keep all the dust and grime off of them and store them in the garage or somewhere else so they're not taking up all the space that you need for your daily use items in your kitchen. It just depends on how big or small your kitchen is whether or not you have space for all those things in there. Um, use all the cabinet space even the high cabinets have a step stool accessible to be able to reach those high cabinets. And I suggest um, bins with places that you can stick your hands and grab or handles on the bins so that you can also reach them better. Because instead of just pulling one thing out of the basket, just pull the whole basket down. That way it's there when you're finished using the item, put it back in the bin, and then you can just put that bin back up in the shelf. Especially if there's several items. Let's say you have a bin full of uh, sandwich stuff in the refrigerator. Just take the whole bin to the countertop, make your sandwich. Everything can be put back into that bin and then the whole bin put back in the refrigerator instead of, oh, I'm using the mayonnaise, now i got to put that back in the refrigerator. I'm using the mustard, now i put that back in the refrigerator. The bin is right there and convenient. And that's what I like about using bins in the cabinets and the refrigerator. You can pull the whole thing out and it's just so much easier to clean as you go. Um... And she, uh, and she somewhat already mentioned this when she said that Lowe's or Home Depot can make you some extra shelves to put in your uh, cabinets. But make sure your cabinets are as low as they, your shelves are as low as they can go so you have room, so you can reach the items. Uh, bring cabinet shelves down as low as you can so you can easily grab things keep a trash bowl and this is a great idea that i need to start using 
um, because my trash can is way at the end of my kitchen. She says her trash can is easily right there where she cooks, but for those like me that have a trash can way at the end of the kitchen, because I have a galley kitchen, it's just one little hallway, and um, to put a trash bowl next to where you're cooking, and that way when you're chopping up that cabbage and you have that core that you're going to throw away, just stick it in a bowl. When you're chopping up lettuce and you have some pieces that need to go thrown away, put it in that bowl. You're cutting the tomatoes and you have that little piece that needs to be thrown away, put it in the bowl. Then when you're ready to clean the kitchen, you can just empty the whole bowl into the trash instead of walking back and forth, you know, or making a mess on your countertop. It's just so much easier to put it in a bowl. Um, and then make sure everything has a home in your kitchen. Speaking of making sure everything has a home in your kitchen, now we're going to go on to Stephanie Sikora and what she uh, suggests for kitchen organization. She says she recommends having zones cooking zone, dishwashing and storage zone, lunch prep zone, entertaining and serving dish zone, baking zone, all the zones that you need in your kitchen. Uh, and she talks about a three-step process, simplify, systemize, and sustain. Now, the first thing she wants you to do is set goals. Ensure, uh, before you can start to organize and create those systems in your kitchen, you need to consider what is the goal for your kitchen. And these are some things that you may, own, your goal may be one of these things or all of these things. But is your, uh, are you envisioning a space in your kitchen that is calm with clear countertops? Are you considering uh, a space that is easy to get everything you need? Easy to make meals and feed your family? Or all of the, of the, of the above? Now, we're talking about the cooking zone first. And she says, go through the cabinets and drawers around your cooking space and pull everything out of the drawer or cabinet. Now, if this is overwhelming, just start with one cabinet and one drawer. I know a lot of organizers want you to pull every single thing out, but sometimes there's not enough time in your day or you have way too much stuff to pull it all out. So, for each item, decide if you will keep it in the cooking zone or store it in another zone or donate it, or is it trash? To keep things organized, set up a space, box, or bag to group each of these items. You've taken them and now you're gonna categorize them. To help determine whether to keep in the kitchen zone or move elsewhere, ask yourself, is this something I use when I cook? Do I need to easily access this and how often do I need to access it? How often do you use it? Now, I had a lot of stuff in my kitchen 
that um, I was like, do I use these items or do I not? So I loaded them all up in a box and I put them in the garage. And everything that I needed to use on a daily basis, I would pull them out and put them back in my kitchen. But that was just to figure out, do I really use it or not? The things that I didn't use, if they stayed in there for six months or a year, then I donated the whole box because then I realized I either grabbed something else and used it or I didn't use it. And, um, and then there are a few seasonal items that I now store in bins with a container so that they don't get dusty and um, those do stay in my kitchen, I mean in my garage until I need them for the season. But I also have seasonal decor that uh, I keep with those seasonal dishes. Um, so now, let's see what she says. Uh, items you rarely use but want to keep, such as serving platters or rare gadgets, may be better stored in another area of the kitchen, such as the dining room or up in the highest shelf, or in my case, in the garage because I didn't have room in my kitchen. The key is that you want to reserve your prime real estate for what you really use in the kitchen. Um... Now, make cooking enjoyable and avoid running zigzags across your kitchen. Put things away easily so piles do not form on your countertop. Find what you need easily while you're cooking. Now, spices. Store horizontally in a drawer alphabetically so you know what you have and where to find it and put it away easily. Now, if you do not have a drawer, I do not have an extra drawer to put my spices, so I have them in the cabinet in Lazy Susan's. And what I also did was, I have all my just basic spices on a double decker so that I have those little spices on the top and what will fit in the bottom. So I've got that double decker. And then I have my special seasons things that I use just for chicken and all my special seasonings that I use just for beef. Now some of those can be interchangeable but basically I have my chicken spices and my beef spices but I do have a lot of tall spices that I get at Sam's Club and I do not have those on a Lazy Susan. Maybe I might see if I have if I could get a larger Lazy Susan for those. Uh, because they will not fit on the ones that I have purchased um, for the other spices. There are just too many of them, and it takes up too much space. But it would be nice if I had those also on a Lazy Susan. And then above my stove, and um, Stephanie does the same thing. Above her stove, she has a Lazy Susan for her oils and vinegars. And that's why I have the Lazy Susan up there for those items is because it's high and hard to reach. So um, some of the stuff can get pushed all the way to the back and I won't be able to reach it. So I have it on Lazy Susan's there. 
Um, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. She says, store on a turntable in a cabinet near the stove to make oils easy to find and grab while you're cooking. This also prevents you from losing oils or vinegars in the back of the cabinet. Um, utensils. Store in drawers next to the stove for easy access. If drawer space is limited, place the most frequently used utensils on the counter by the stove. Unfortunately, I have, I am limited also in my drawer space. So what I have is I have a hook for my utensils that will hang on a hook. They're all my black ones that I bought from Pampered Chef. And then I have a container that has all my uh, steak knives and well, all my knives, the big knives I have in another one. And then I have, I have several little uh, utensil holders next to my stove because I do not have enough drawers. And then over in my baking area, I have baking utensils and I do am able to put those in a drawer. But I need my cooking utensils by the stove and that's where I am limited on my drawer space. So no spices will be in a drawer and uh, my utensils will not be in a drawer. And I do keep out the ones that, I, only the ones that I use. Uh, all right, so now your pots and pans. Those should also be in the cabinet next to the stove. There are racks that you can file your pots and pans this way and then there are racks where you can file your pots and pans this way. Unfortunately, I happen to have a two, one that only stacks two pots. So I have my two most used pots on there. And then I have a shelf riser. And I have my frying pans and my big uh, soup pots on there because it's just my husband and I now, so all the rest of the pots and pans that I use when I have company are in the back corner. To prevent your cooking space from being overrun by clutter all over again, periodically go through your drawers and cabinets in this zone and let go of items you are no longer using. If you bring in a new utensil or pan, check to see what you can move out. The rule move in, move in and move out another item. Move any items you are not using as often in those higher cabinets or move them out. Um, all right, now for your dish storage. Dish storage should be stored near your dishwasher and only keep the dishes that you use on a daily basis because if you are the type that needs a little extra motivation to wash your dishes every single day, if there's only two of you and you only keep two plates in your cabinet, then you have to wash those two plates every day to use them the next day. So that's a little extra motivation there. 
Okay, so we're going to skip some of the dish storage because pretty much it's plates, bowls, and cups. And we already talked about the fact that if you don't use the cups, then uh, go ahead and let them go. Um, but And then your storage dishes. Um, some people like to store their storage containers, their food storage containers with the lids and some without the lids. I have two bins because I have rectangled glass um, storage dishes and I have square storage dishes. They all were part of the same set. I put the square lids together in a bin, the rectangle lids in a bin, and the bottom cabinet, and I have all my glass store food storage containers stacked inside each other in the cabinet next to the refrigerator. Some people have drawers that they can put those in and that works too. All right, now lunch prep. Pull out all of your lunch making supplies, containers, lunch pails, baggies, water bottles, silverware, napkins. Determine how much you actually need to prepare lunches and keep all of that together. Clear a cabinet or drawer near your refrigerator or pantry for these items. Um, the lunch prep zone is getting crowded. Go through it, clean it up, keep it nice and tidy. I don't necessarily have a lunch prep area, but I would probably consider my lunch prep and my food storage area the same area if I did. And I would probably, uh, I had a cabinet that I didn't use on the other side of my refrigerator. That's where I used to keep the kids' lunch boxes. But you know what? I always sent my kids to eat lunch in the cafeteria, so I didn't have that. But I always made my lunch, but I always made it. As soon as supper was done, I put the leftovers in a container ready for me to pack in my lunch box. Sometimes I kept my lunch box right there in the refrigerator. That way, I put the leftovers in a container, put it in my lunch box. Then all I had to do is grab the lunch box as I was leaving. Um, I know uh, Nikki Boyd from um, Nikki at Home. She has mason jars that she fills with salads and morning oatmeal. And she has all her breakfast and lunches all prepped in her refrigerator. And she does it that way. Um, so now... Real quickly, entertainment items. Items you rarely use but want to keep maybe better stored in another area of your kitchen. Um, and we already talked about that. All right, now here's a little overview. I know we kept this podcast a little bit long. Right now it's 27 minutes. So when we're done, we will have had... a. 30 minutes of kitchen ideas, but I, I think they're very, very helpful. And uh, I think you'll find um, that Stephanie Socora helps have an organized kitchen by teaching her three-step system, simplify, systemize, and sustain. Before you begin to organize, 
you need to consider what the goals are for your kitchen. Because I'm an empty nester, so my goals are not going to be your goals if you have children. Or if you work uh, every day outside the home. Now, Stephanie says, when we have an organized kitchen, we have more efficiencies. We save time. We save money. And as a mom of two small girls, I know firsthand how important that is. As you begin to simplify, grab a box or bag for each category of keep, store in another zone, and trash and donate. She has a, a bin for the things she's keeping in the kitchen, things that she's going to store somewhere else, and a, a bin for trash, and a bin for donations. She says, reserve the prime real estate around your stove for regularly used items. Pare down dishes to what you actually need. As a guide, look at how many dishes are already in the cabinet when you are putting dishes away. This is how many you do not use. If you are washing two dishes every day, then you don't need the other dishes. You're only using two dishes a day. So those are the ones you're going to wash every day. In addition to having all your lunch, making supplies in one place, your system could include preparing the food items in advance to keep the process running smoothly. Each event or holiday that you pull out your entertainment pieces is an opportunity to see what items are not getting used anymore. You may have seasonal items that you can let go of because you no longer use them. Pull everything out of the space for each item. Decide if you want to keep it in its current zone if you need to store it in another zone or let it go. Systemize the zone by finding the appropriate home for things. For example, spices are best stored horizontally in a drawer where it can be found and put away easily. But if you don't have that, we talked about the Lazy Susan. And last, the next thing you want to prevent your kitchen from being overrun by clutter all over again so do all of this periodically going through the areas and letting go of things you no longer use use the one in and one out rule if you buy a new item let go of an item so that you don't overcrowd your kitchen and you're not overwhelmed with all the cleanup needed to keep your kitchen tidy. All right, guys, that was a little bit long. It was 31 minutes, but I think it was very, very helpful. And I will see you in the next podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you for watching.